we thought we'd roll out a once-in-a-lifetime business opportunity. Inter. Worldwide. Why? Why? Inter. Worldwide. Over there. Look at him. He's privileged to get a restart. <laughs> yo, yo. Uncensored episode four. I'm not too sure if it's four or five. It should be episode four. Um, we're doing this the way Inter's going to qualify for the Champions League. 3-1 against Torino. Finally, some goddamn breathing space after a big-ass anxiety attack over the last two Two and a half weeks. I know I'm a little bit more pessimistic than these boys, but it's good to have Mario Galliano and Christian Rivas on the line once again. Christian Rivas, working hard or hardly working, man? I'm being like Mario and just making myself look essential as a tier one DHS essential employee. Ooh, well said, man. And Mario, what's going on, man? You happy with the result this morning? Uh, it's the game we needed to win, and we got the win, and we're second place, so, you know, it's good. Good, good. Let's talk a little bit about the game um, before we go into where it leaves Inter and, you know, why these three points was basically basically the one that we needed to get the monkey off our shoulder. Um, we come into the match in poor form. We start the match with a very, very poor psychological approach once again. Handanovic uh, drops it the way a baby drops its food. But then, you know, we just basically can't get our shit together the same way we haven't in the first half for many, many matches this season. And it was really good to see that Conte influence straight away in the dressing room. He probably slapped a few people across the face. Um, Mario, we'll start with you, bro. How important was the three points against Torino? And, you know, talk about the match a little bit. Um, this was a, a big game. I mean, Torino's been pretty, pretty shitty. Um, so it's one of our favorable matchups, even though we have a thing for, you know, dropping points to shitty teams. But first half, I didn't see much of it. But from what I heard and from what I did see, it was not good whatsoever. Uh, Handanovic, oh, my God. I love the freaking guy to death. But, you know, he's... He, he dropped the ball on that one, literally. <laughs> it's literally yeah. one of those mistakes that reflects reflects the mood and the progress, and um, just basically where the club had been for the two weeks, man. That's what it represented. Yes, yeah, so I was like, this basically sums up the fucking last three, four, four games that we've been in. You know, we it's in his hands, and then <laughs> so literally, and then he almost did it a couple of times in the second half when I was watching, and I was like, come on, guy, it's just not your day, like. Yeah. Don't don't fuck this up. But other than that, yeah. you know, the the second half, it it looked much better than the first half. Um, you know, they, they got their shit together. They scored right away. Ashley Young scored a hell of a goal. Then he assisted. He second assisted the second one right away. So right there, I was like, this guy, you, you can't hate this guy. You really freaking can. Um, no way. No, Lautaro, from what I saw, is doing the same bullshit, but this time he scored. You know, it, it, he's still doing those stupid flicks. He's still trying to take on all the defenders, be the man, when he, he just can't do it right now. It's just not clicking for him. Um, no. Alexis, Christian well, Christian says it over and over again. He's the freaking man. He's got to start. He has to start. He makes such a difference. Um, yeah. Probably in the place of Luke, um, uh, Martinez, but, you know, who do you play? You got to rotate them, honestly. So between the three of them interchangeable, you're going to get something between 
Alexis and, and Lukaku right now. I thought it was a, a mixed bag. But, you know, it's a good win. Conte freaking turned it around. Three goals in the second half is big time. We haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. Um, I was very, very impressed as well. I would agree with Ashley Young. And, um, yo, Christian. Two goals in the second half. Two goals in the second half. One in the first half. Nice one. Um, Ashley Young and Alexis Sanchez, two players that came from Manchester United. They're two players that I want to see in this inter-squad next season. It's no ifs, ands, or buts anymore. If we're looking at picking up Alexis Sanchez in between 12 to 15 million, that's pocket change for someone like him. And with every game that he plays, he is growing more and more into that inter-shirt, but looking more and more like that Sanchez of Arsenal in his prime as well. It's really, really refreshing to see him so passionate about his football again. I absolutely love the way he skits to that Kandreva. Kandreva shoots the ball and Sanchez goes, why do you always shoot? And I'm thinking, gee, it's, it's your first day here, is it, or something? You'll get used to it eventually. But if you shoot, you score. Hey, hey. No, 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 no. Hey, hey. Oh, hold up. Yo, he gave that job right there. If you're going to shoot that, you better score. Like, Mm. come on, bro. Like, that was a sitter. How do you miss that? Yeah. Hey, hey. one quick uh, comment about the whole Handanovic thing. Remember I was saying that we should be going after Donnarumma because Handanovic is getting old. Ever since the restart, I don't know what's up with Honda, bro. But he's been... Doesn't matter how good you are, he's getting yes, yeah. And he's a reflex sort of goalkeeper, like Hunter Save, like he's he's a reflex style goalkeeper, which means if you're aging, your brain's slowing down, your your reaction time it just gets poorer. No one is immune to this. You've seen how quickly goalkeepers drop off once they've reached their peak. Remember Julio Cesar? Yeah, man. He yeah. started to look crummy. Like, B- Buffon's a liability every time he steps on that pitch at the moment. There's a reason he doesn't play. Dude Dude is not that good at 42. Go figure. Um, but, yeah, let's keep, keep on us. Um, yo, Christian, before I go along, Ashley Young. He's a player I want in Inter's team next season. You know those high football IQ players? Yo. He knows what he's doing. Just before oh, you go at it, we're never, we're never going to get a nine and a nine out of half ten. 10 performance out of him, I don't think. But you're going to get a 7 or an 8 every time. He wasn't nah, 10 out of 10 today. He wasn't 10 he out of 10, but he was very but good. he was about 8, 8 and a half. You got to give yeah. Ashley Young a little bit more credit. Yo, yes, he's a very high IQ player. Yes, he's not as fast as he used to be. Yes, he's crazy because this guy was bald his whole career. But the whole time, he could grow hair. So, yeah, he's a little crazy. We're, we're going to – that's not for here <laughs> or there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, really, Mario? <laughs> really? You saw that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Ashley what? Young, in my opinion, it popped up on the screen, fool. <laughs> Your message. But anyways, oh, Ashley, yeah. Young, Ashley Young is a solid player, bro. If we don't redeem Ashley Young, we're idiots. Like, yo, honestly, I hate to say it. Nobody's going to like what I'm going to say, but he's actually kind of fixed our left-back issue. The only problem yeah. with that is it's a temporary fix. Yes, he fixed it, but it's only fixed for this season and next season because, again, just like Handanovic, with age, eh, he's, a, he's no Zanetti, you know what I mean? He plays like he's five years younger than he is, though. And, like, he's no. still faster. Dude, he's still faster than Biragi and faster than any of our other don't, wingbacks. Don't get, me, don't, get me, don't get me wrong, bro. I would hands down buy an Ashley Young jersey next season 
like the way he's oh not your jersey he's gonna be free yeah but what i'm saying i would buy his jersey for the simple fact that i like what he did at united he's a respectable Mm. player i'm not a man U fan but i've always respected him same thing like i told you mario with getting the alexi sanchez jersey always a fan of the guy yo he finally comes to enter i can finally you know get a jersey of his and be proud of it i might just do it yeah I think yeah, a lot of respect you know, on Young's name. Was, yeah, go on. We extended him back in January for for a year because isn't he on uh, pre-contract? Uh, I'll have a look at that, man. I'll look that up now. So, Ashley Young. If if yeah, I'm not he, mistaken, it's a two-year contract. If I'm not mistaken, it's two yeah, years. So we, we extended it by extended it by twelve months. So by the end of next season, that's mad. So we'll yeah. have him for next season, and yeah, whether or not we get a starting. Whether or not we get a starting left back, I still think we should. Um, oh, 100%. the thing is, like, we got to go for a... my thing. My thing about that is, we also got to take into consideration COVID nineteen and what it's doing on the economy. And you got to take into a consideration that this year we should be addressing other positions. And I would say next summer we come back to a left back. That's just my personal uh, my personal opinion. I think we should go after a good backup to last us at least this season because it's going to be hard to find a good quality left back cheap this season. You know we're going to we're, we're already paying 40 for Hakimi plus 5 million in add-ons. Then you also got to remember we're still paying Lukaku, we're still playing Barella. They're triggering the Sensi the Sensi uh option even though you guys don't agree with it, it's the right move I to do know. it just cuz just cuz you have one year of injuries. Yeah, okay, granted. But who says that this kid next season doesn't get hurt at all and say Juve or Milan pick him up? <laughs> and then, yo, it's our luck. Sensi not getting injured. Sensi going a whole year without getting injured. That's what Let's you're see. trying to convince me. I think it's, I think it's only about 17 and a half, 18 mil left to redeem him. So for that simple fact, we got to take him because what Christian says terrifies me. Juve is going to pick him up for 25. He's going to have the best season ever. He's going to be a Chavi-like player. We gotta get 45. it for 18 mil. Just and Marotta, Marotta's smart enough to lock that up so you may don't steal it. Think, think about it though. Our right. biggest issue has always been depth. All right, we're getting. He's we're, already we're we're starting. We might just one with him. Listen, listen. Get <laughs> listen, we need, design him. Bro, the we gotta get rid of the dead weight. The injury department. Let, we gotta get rid of the dead weight, and we got Valero. Who? Yes, he's been doing decent the last few matches. I'm not gonna completely knock. Fucking Papa Valero, you know, no, no, Valero, whatever you want to call him, Abuelo, Gramps, anything. I'm not going to knock him. He's been doing a decent job. His head's a crystal well, ball. Uh, my man is 35 years old, bro. Like, Would you keep him on the bench? Because it's not like he can draw a transfer fee. Because the thing is, like, Borja Valero no, is another high IQ player. And Conte uh, likes him. Coming up. Yeah, his so for a one... Coming up. I'm not keeping him past next year, bro. No. Nah. No, no. Like, but no, like, like, at the end of the day, if you're if you're winning, if you're winning two nothing, or if you're winning two one or three one, and it's the seventieth minute, and you bring up the little ball, draw fouls, yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. I get it. But you also, just can't you have him for seventy minutes. You you got to remember though, like yo, we're looking at quality, bro. Like right now, the quality on our bench is complete trash. We're looking at it right now. We're feeling the effects of it. Everybody's quick to blame Conte. Remember at the beginning of the season. He said it with the players that we got. There's such a huge gap between the first and the second team that you can't expect Scudetto into fight Champions League and everything. You got to pick your poison because yeah. there's no way 
that Gagliardini, Vecino, Valero, can you compare that to Barrella, Erickson, Rosovich, and Sensi? Whenever one of those guys goes hurt, we're fucked. Let's, let's yeah. just be serious. When Sensi went out hurt before Erickson got here, look how many points we dropped. When Barrella got hurt now, look at the statistics. So, Anthony, you're on your laptop. What were they saying when Barrella's out? We've lost, what, two games and tied two games? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we played. We, we, we have more losses. We have, like, no wins. One win, maybe. We're, we're, we're dropping too many points when the <clears throat> dropping quality is there. Yeah. That's just so when the point. So when Barella's not there, we've dropped points in, like, 80% of the games that he hasn't played or something like that. So he's that workhorse in the midfield. I've said it for a long time. I think he's our most valuable player next to Brozovic, who we will bring up very, very soon. Don't worry. Um, I'm trying to go through the rest of the lineup today to see if we can go through anybody that needs talking about. Oh, yeah, so Toro grabbed his goal. Like Mario said... Uh, sorry, like... Oh, I forget. I think it was Mario or Christian. I forget. They said, uh, he, sorry, yeah, he's played the same way and did the same shit that he's done the last... Um, four or five games, or actually since we got back from COVID, 12, he just got a goal. Which, yeah, 12, which was like a, a deflection anyway as well. He didn't even strike the ball that sweetly. No, what no. bugged me is that he kind of ran off celebrating like he was uh, winning 3-0 on FIFA. But, you know, that's the kind of hunger that the kid needs to get back into it. So what do you boys think of El Toro? Where do we go from here? And yeah, definitely drop your opinions on whether you think he's still up for sale and if he's leaving. Hey, Mario, what's our boy Damien over there in Croatia? All oh, right. Yeah, yo, he brought up the most relevant thing. He said, yo, yeah. Toto gets a double <laughs> pay increase and my man starts balling again. <laughs> oh, my God. Here, I have the, I'll have. send the image in the chat. No, leave Freaking hysterical. He goes, um, he puts a block in, like, the time yeah. of when Barcelona were interested. Now, who scored and the points? Uh, he didn't do anything. <laughs> He didn't do anything between the Barca interest. And then he gets a contract uh, he, Extension. He gets his contract doubled. He scores a goal and he plays like the best game. In- yeah, 8.5 rating on yeah. his score. <laughs> he went from like 6, 5, 6.5, 5.5 to like 8.8. And it's like, who is this guy? What? Where was yeah. he against South Yo, but in my opinion, though, I would still start Alexis over Thoughtle, bro. Like, yo, this guy has been our best player since the restart. And, yo, he's the only player that looks like he's in shape and in form. My man be tracking back to get balls. The second goal, he took that ball and he set yeah. the whole thing up. Yeah, he was awesome on that second goal, man. And even on Toro's goal, I'm pretty sure he displaces the player on halfway. So, if anything, actually, uh, sorry, um, Sanchez's track back made two steals. And, yeah, it's, he had a really, really good game today, man. And, like, I think not redeeming him for the price tag it's on would be an absolute joke. And Christian said it on many podcasts. He'll take a wage cut. He's not going to translate this bullshit 350K wage that United are paying him into our club. He's smarter than that. He took United for a ride. Yo, the man's happy here. You can tell he's happy. Yo, the mm. the, the simple fact that he told Kandeva what every single Inter fan has been wanting to tell wow. him tells you that he's comfortable in the team now. Because, yo, shoot. It, if shoot. you're not, not shoot or shoot, but also, shoot, yo, shoot, bro, shoot, like, shoot. Look, coming from a striker, bro, and you're a striker too, Mario. Yeah, we're going to shoot. We're going to shoot. But if we're taking that shot, we're scoring. If not, I'm going to look for the for the next Cristiano Ronaldo, to score. He takes a 1,000 shots, 20 go in. No, 4 go in because mm. the other 15 are penalties. 
Yeah, pretty much. Yo, Brozo made the headlines this week. Um, 100K fine for driving with uh, alcohol limit in his system. Um, I don't think he was actually over the legal driving limit. I think he was over the athlete threshold or the footballing threshold, like that special mention threshold that yeah. he can't be driving at that point. Um, so, well, now, you know what it is? You know yeah. what it is? It's that, yo, you got money, the country's struggling on COVID. We need some cash, like, yo, cop up that 100K, bro. What? It Italians? Italians do that? Italians on, do that? Yo, yeah. Americans, we sure wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't do that, no. More integrity than that. Um, Come on. All right, let's move, a, let's move away from, <laughs> let's move away from Torino. Um, thank fuck we got those three points. More importantly, you know, I said this that, at the start of the... Yo. Anthony, does that guarantee us Champions League football next season? Not so. mathematically, but it has, bro. Like, you would need to be the worst version of Palermo to fuck this up from here. So, <laughs> basically, um, we've, qual we've qualified in theory, and we've got six games left. But more importantly, we've got plus 14 on Roma now who are in fifth. It's one of those, it's one of those things where when you get to the back end of the season, like the last two years every point is almost worth double or triple because anxiety comes into play. Teams who are 15th and below start playing their best football of the season because they're trying to stay safe. They're teams trying. are fighting for Europe. Everybody ups their gear and some of the bigger teams end up falling due to anxiety. Would you, say, go, yo. would you say that Juve can choke considering their last run of form the last few games? I don't think they're going to choke completely. I think they got it in the bag. But I yeah. see them dropping points to fucking Lazio. No, not yeah. Lazio. Uh, Sassuolo, for sure. And Udinese, because no. these guys, nah, dude. Uh, Have you been watching Sassuolo Udinese lately, bro? Sassuolo. Don't forget Sassuolo yeah. gave them the work this season. They gave him the draw. It was unbelievable. Mm. I, like I said, I could see them. Lazio is on a free fall right now. In order for Lazio to save themselves, they got to beat Juve. So you take three points from there. If Udinese or Sassuolo even draw them, that's four points. That's ten points right there. Don't get me wrong. I'm hoping, just so I can sit there and have my rant that I said at the beginning of the season, I'm hoping, but it's very unlikely. See, but, my rant, yeah, go for it. But it's, it's, it's just there's a chance that Juve can fight. Because if you watch them, they're not convincing at all, bro. Like Honestly, know, they bro. have been far from convincing. The only thing that's convincing is the referees helping them because Atalanta just, like, gave them the business. Yeah, but, like, at the end of the day, when their backs are up against the wall, they'll always find a way to either match the result or get a better one up on their rivals. Like, I have no doubt they're going to drop points again. But, you know, I'm going to go in on Lazio a little bit here because everybody was bigging them up on a pedestal all season. They've done great, but, man, they did not take the Europa League seriously. They've been focusing on one game a week all season. We upped the ante a little bit, and they crumbled, bro, because they, too, do not have a I bench. I called them, though. I mm. called them choking. You remember mm. I said it's in Lazio's DNA to choke. I was like, yeah. they're not, they're not going to fight till the end. Honestly, who I could see piping them is Atalanta, bro. Oh. If, if anybody should do it, if it's not us, it better be Atalanta. If they deserve it. That last game of the season, and if we lose Atalanta, our champions, I'm fucking bombing all the players' Instagrams and everything. Like, yo, you better fucking lose that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I, I hope it comes down to that. But, see, that's why this win was so important because we got Napoli match day 37. 
we have Atalanta match day 38. And at the end of the day, man, if we were to choke today or if we were to keep dropping points, we may have gone into match day 35, 36, only eight or nine points up. And that's where the real nervousness would have started. Most importantly, we've got that six-pointer against Roma on match day 34. So our next fixture is Spal, which we should win. And God forbid we only get one point there. We can pretty much just take the Champions League spot officially on match day 34 from Roma. So my little rant is that if you were to tell me at the start of the season, match day 32, it's all wrapped up in your head, I would have just taken it from you straight away. But Christian is still hanging on to this little hope of Scudetto, which just brings back that painful shit of how the fuck did we drop Bologna? How the fuck did we drop Fiorentina, Sassuolo, Elas Verona? We've had this Scudetto challenge, challenge, not title, challenge in the bag for a while. We dropped the ball on the challenge, Christian, man, big time. Well, this is this is the thing, though. Give credit where it's due. Hellas Verona is a strong team. They took points from Juve at home as well. Let's not forget yeah. that. Hellas Verona is in what eighth place? They're fighting for Europa, so you gotta give them the credit that they're actually in the top half of the table. People tend to forget that just because we're Inter, that oh, we're guaranteed to win. No, bro. Like yo, these other teams. We have more pressure. We have more pressure. Elas Verona can go into every match with freedom, going. If we win, we're the best. If we drop points, we go next week. It's not going to be a disaster. And they're out of relegation. They're fighting for Europa. Uh, I mean, look at the other teams that we dropped points in Bologna. They need it. They're all fighting salvation, bro. Whether they all want to admit it or not, they're all fighting salvation. And like you said, Anthony, when you start getting to those last five games of the season, all these little teams, all of a sudden, like we say in El Salvador, se ponen las pilas. They get their balls, and they're like, yo... I'm not going back to City B. You got to drag me kicking and screaming to City B. So, I mean, you you just got to look at what it is. that. And on top of that, games every three days with so many players hurt and all this rotation, as much people give shit to Conte, Conte, in my opinion, has been spot on in all his picks for the simple fact that you do not want to lose any of these players for next season. Don't forget, we got the season starting in what, in September? Yeah, right. really soon after this one finishes, man. Like, half time. Mm. All right, this one finishes, and we're going straight to the Europa League in August. There's so like something like a, a break. Yeah, there's like a 15-day break in between the season finishing and starting again. Barely two weeks. That, that's it. So mm. you got to remember, Conte is not thinking this season. He's thinking next season as well. Like, he knows you can't win Scudetto this season because we're, we've dropped so many unnecessary points. My opinion are not his fault. Yo, he's not the one that's sitting there missing tackles. He's not the one sitting there giving balls to the strikers right in front of our goalie. He's not the one that's so far off his line. And he's right? also not like, the one missing missing 30-centimeter tap-ins and Lautaro missing penalties and all this kind of variables that really, really just not, put more, more blame on the players than anything. That's not him. And, and that's the thing that, that's starting to irritate me about some Inter fans Yo, this dude already is about to equal Spalletti's points for last season. Last season, we had 69. How many do we got now? How, <laughs> how many do we got now? I don't know. Right now, we're at uh, 68 points. Oh, 68 points. I thought, I thought you said goals. Sorry. Yeah, 68. Huh. Oh, 68. Six, last year, we're at Mario's favorite position. I mean, number 69. <laughs> no, it's 77 actually. Quite as much. 
<laughs> yeah, was, so yeah, um, oh, we've actually scored sixty-eight goals as well, conceded thirty-four. Oh, we've got the um, we've got the second best goal difference in the league. Um, we've conceded the second least amount of goals. Equal so time. Dude, our our table is like a replica to Lazio's. It's scary. It's almost like a neck and neck kind of thing. I was looking at that before. It's Juve has a goal differential like one better than us. Lazio is one below us, and then Atalanta is like fucking fifteen better than Juve. <laughs> Honestly, like. The, the depth, the depth has got Great. to be the reason why it is. It's the only reason why Juventus have been able to grind out more points. They are on such a similar technical level to Inter and Lazio in a sense that they need reinforcements in similar areas. Look, I don't think there's many Inter fans that would look at Juventus's team on paper and go, "Eh, like they don't walk into our lineup." Like, take a good look at them. Who does? Dybala. Um, who would walk into our lineup from Juve? I wouldn't take any of Dybala. their defenders. Arouse. I'd nah, just take Dybala. Not me, not me, not Dybala, me. Diego Costa. Um, Costa, for sure, I'd take. I wouldn't take any well, of the defenders, though. Quadrado. Sandro, I'd right? take Alexandro. Alexandro. Yeah, Alexandro. We walked them last time. Oh, my I'd God. I'd take Ronaldo. Oh, my God. I was fighting with some guy on Twitter. I was like, yo, how are you going to talk to me about Alexandro and then say, uh, the lick's good? And then all of a sudden, he freaking gifts a goal. And I was yeah. like, oh, I'll, I'll go fuck myself. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I wouldn't take the Ligt, I wouldn't take Chiellini, and I wouldn't take Benucci. I That's just me. Over sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, both. Yo, if you want to talk conversation, that's the conversation right there, Anthony. Yeah. That's the one right there, Skriniar. Skriniar's a question right now. What do we do? Yeah, he's suspect. Dude, did you see him get when he came on today? Did you see the first thing he did was get beat again comprehensively, bro? <laughs> I thought when he got when he got beat on the side, I'm like, if they score a goal here, bro, you should just walk off and we should play with 10 men because that was He's bad. So but the thing is, the he was played. so good under Spalletti. He was the best center back in the league. We've yeah. got to keep him. Or if well, you're going to sell this guy, man, you need to cash in big. But I wouldn't sell him now. because as soon as we go back to a back four, he'll be the best in the world again. That's what I was going to say. This is a thing. Under a back four, he could be disguised. You know, like, a lot yeah. of his flaws are disguised. But in a back three, your flaws are fucking... They're blown up right there. Like That's why, like, a, honestly, Bastoni is a beast in that oh, back three. Jeez. Ooh, I the potential on this guy. Yo, my this boy, Alex. I bullshit you now. You know Alex, Mario. Yeah. This fool was the one that believed in Bastoni game one. I was like, yo, he's just a kid. Like, bro, yeah. I'm not starting him over fucking Godin or Skania or DeVry. Like, you're crazy. He's like, nah. He was like, yo, watch the kid. He's got potential. Now I'm over there like, yo, I'll give you credit. I'm usually the one that tells you. But, yeah. yo, like, you got me this time. I can't even knock it. Yo, I yeah. love how that how he just pushes up and just contributes to the attack. It's, I don't think anybody, I, I haven't seen anybody really talk about it. Because every time we go forward, we defend in two. It's uh, yeah. DeVry and, and Godin or, or Skriniar staying well, back. If and you Bastoni, pay attention, though, Gagliardini and Valero actually have been dropping a little bit. To they rotate. That they rotate. But they play with that two and then one in front. So, I mean, it's, th it's always three, but Bastoni going forward, oh, man, it opens the game so much. It's, it's crazy. And especially when we're winning, he just does whatever he wants. His passing yeah. is crazy, too. Like, yo, he'd be having some nice passes. He got a run two from forty. Yeah. Uh, he hits out the he hits the outside chase like like nobody want, fucking knows. This is great. 
trying to see like some of the discussion about him, but I can't find it. That's just disrespectful. Um, but yeah, he was well, awesome today. And, like, and the, 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 the cherry on top is that like, this guy's an interester through and through. Like this guy's going to put tattoos on his body. He's like, bro, this guy's the next coming of Matarazzi, but way, way, way better. <laughs> way better. And so, yeah, quieter. Like, does not, nowhere near as eccentric personality wise, but on the pitch, man, he's triple the player Materazzi was. Like, Forza Bastoni, bro. Like, that's a huge. It's no wonder they are considering offers for Milan, Milan Skrinia, bro. Like, honest, that does not surprise me with that. Especially if you can pull someone like Kumbula in for 30, 35, and you knock Skrinia off for 60. But Kumbula's Is not it? as good as Skrinia. No, like, that's the thing. I don't know. I, I, like, think, I thought Kumbula already went to Roma or some shit. I thought he went to Lazio. There was something saying that there was a great nothing, Roma, nothing Lazio, happened. and like Napoli. Yeah. I think those three are ahead of us at the moment. Who who else would you go after though? Like, I mean, Godin did well the last two games, but who would you go after? Because you need another player. Cheers, Oh, um, what about um, Kaya from Milan? Did they sign him, or is he still on loan? I don't know. I think he's uh, on loan. I don't think he'd come think to us anyway. What? I don't think he'd come to us anyway. Why not? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Let's just tell, let's just tell Milan Skriniar and uh, some other shitheads and go buy Donnarumma. That's all I'm saying. Since Milan has signed Kjaer on loan, they have not lost. Mm. Let that be known. Maybe we'll sign Romagnoli. I told you before, I don't have a problem with Romagnoli, to be honest. And he's, I just feel like, he's not great. He's not better yeah, than but I just, I just feel that Romagnoli has been fucked over by having shit partners, just like Ranocchia was fucked over by having shit partners. Mm. If you look at every partner that Romagnoli's had in that backfield, yo, what are you going to tell me, Bonucci? Bonucci was complete ass over there. He's ass now again. He still asks, yo, did you see that little elbow he threw? Mm. Like, come on, bro. But, that, but Romagnoli has Kjaer now. That's why I'm telling you. Mm. I'm not disagreeing. It's real. If we sign Belotti and City Prison, so guaranteed capital G. <laughs> uh before we go, um, I actually had a couple questions come in this morning. Um, one from Dave from Melbourne says, with Lautaro registering a goal and assist at the moment, do you think he will become less selfish for the remainder of the season? Mario? No. No? Still selfish? Bad decisions? Yeah. He's a striker. I mean, yo, you yeah. got to remember, as a striker, and Mario can attest to this as well, yeah, as a striker, your first, your first instinct is shoot. Shoot or shoot. Yeah. It's not going to change. The only change is... The- is going to be the whether he scores or not. He's still going to do the same shit. Yep, I would agree. Absolutely. Um, where's another good one? Where's another good one? Um, all right, Robbie from Adelaide says, how many signings do you think we'll accurately make in this Mercato after the Hakimi deal is official? Um, I'm going to go with three. I don't actually don't think we're going to get as many as people think. Like, it all, the media like to talk up into like we're going to have a whole wish list of six or seven signings. But after Hakimi comes in, I really only expect one or two more midfielders, another forward, depending on whether or not Alexis is signed, and a wing back. That's all. I don't necessarily think maybe four if it's two midfielders. So I'll, I'll go with four. 
My four would be Tonali. I think he's going to also go for Vidal because, Jesus Christ, like how many more times can you be linked with the one player? I hope he doesn't. But Whatever, does what do you mean? We had Lavezzi. Vidal does a great yeah, Vidal does a great job at keeping his value high, man. When Barcelona have had their backs against the wall, that guy comes to play. He's a big player, man, honest. So two of them and um, another forward. I don't know who it'll be. Let's count Alexis Sanchez as that signing and another yep. wing back. I think we're probably going to get Emerson Palmieri. I'm not too fussed over him, but if we do get him, good. I'll, I'll take him. He's all right. Christian, Listen, I'll say if, the question. Once they want some. I'll go after yeah. Palmetti too. Quante wants him. Yo, he's a coach. Get him who he wants. Yeah. So how many si- how many signings do you think we make and who do you think they'll be? Tonali, Palmetti, Alexis. And from there, it's kind of skeptical for me because a lot of other things depend on that. If somehow we saw screen yet, we're going after a center back. Yes. Yeah. That's just what it is. Um... Uh, Dude, I still think if fucking Donnarumma is not under contract, he hasn't signed anything with Milan, that means that he's probably leaving on a free. They're going to be listing the offers. Everybody could keep saying that I'm living a fantasy, but if it's if it's on me, I would make that play for Donnarumma. So that means his contract is running out at the end of 2021, which means as of the start of next season, he's free to negotiate a free move. So you think next yes. season he stays at Milan? But next season, for pretty much the whole season, it's just going to be rumor after rumor. Donnarumma is going to be jumping shit. Honestly, I think if we're smart, we go after him this summer because I hate to say this, but you keep watching Handanovic and it's, it's just worrisome. Like, if you want to talk about someone that's going to fuck up the Scudetto run, it might yeah. be there, bro. You remember like, Julio Cesar? Yeah. You remember when his, like, falling started happening, like, it got it started worries. early, though. It started like it started 32. Yeah. It started the day after the treble with Julio Cesar. Yeah. Like, literally yeah. the next game. But that, that's the yeah. thing. Like, we won that We won that trophy with so many players who just would not give a shit after that. And why would you? I freaking wouldn't have. Straight up. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, again, nobody has to agree with me. Yes, it's a pipe dream. But if it's me, I'd make a play for him. Just to put the bug in his ear. So, if they don't sell him, at least it's in his ear that we want him. And yeah. then either he holds out for us or he forces his hand. Because well, the, good thing is, is that, the good thing is, is that it'd be like an Ericsson sort of thing where his valuation would be somewhere in the 60, 70, but we're going to offer him like 25, 30 um, because he's only got nine months on his contract and Milan don't want to lose him for free. And at yeah. the end of the day, that, that how old is he now? 20? 21? That's that position locked up for 16 years. years. Yeah. It just, that might, fuck. That should be a priority. It's a pipe dream, but people forget it makes sense. I foresee Inter worldwide focusing on this transfer a lot, a lot, and it becoming a dream for many of us. Well said, Christian, bro. I like that. I like that, man. It's you've just put it into context for me really, really well. Look, yeah. You just gotta sit there and think about it. He's a good goalie. He still has a lot of upside to him. He's fairly young. On goalie years, like yo, he's still a baby. He's a toddler. How many twenty-one-year-old goalies are there? I can't even name one besides him. He's only signed until twenty twenty-one. Yeah. And there's already been multiple. 
there's already been multiple articles throughout the season. There's one here in March, one here in April, saying that Donnarumma to exit Milan with no contract renewal. That's it. Uh, Do y'all forget that he showed up to Milan's Christmas ball in black and blue? Yo. <laughs> Come on now. Uh, Doesn't get any more. Uh, Look that shit up because that's what the sport fucking put that shit out there. I remember. But he showed up to that Christmas ball in black and blue. And everybody was saying shit. Hell yeah. Ah, uh, damn. I typed in Donnarumma dresses in black and blue and just like a whole Nah, I can't. Oh. <laughs> he, did an he did an interview straight after where he basically had to say, I am an AC Milan fan. Like, he had to justify it and shit. Of course. That's funny as, man. That would be, um, that would be like, if that was to happen, man, we would do so many episodes taking the piss out of Milan because that would be one they can't live down for a while. That would look hard. Yeah, if you look, at, if you look it up, though, he was an Inter fan when he was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that. I know that opportunity. That's why I've always thought it's a possibility. Like, whenever you see photographs of kids in a certain kit and you know, you know it's always a chance. You know it's yeah. always a big chance. Like, if it's up to me, that's what I'm going after. I, again, everybody call me a pipe dream. Everyone say I'm crazy, say what you want. I've been speaking this transfer up for the last year and a half. That that's what we need to be doing because Handanovic is on his way down. For sure. Look, we all know you're crazy, but that doesn't mean we don't agree with you from time to time, bro. Um, I'm going to slide out because I've got a fair bit to do today, but I just want to thank the realist, Christian Rivas. Always a pleasure, bro. Yep. Another damn paradise. Uh, Mario, I missed it. David. No, hey, Mario, do me a favor. Take your hat off. Show everybody your hair. Whoa, bro. dude, you look so Yo, Greek. You got the quarantine hair. <laughs> you so Greek, man. Zeus. Yeah. Listen, if I didn't put that hat on, that thing would be like, oof. <laughs> <laughs> straight afro, see? Afro. Nice one, bro. You look like Seth Rogen, man, honest. Uh, no, it's actually, um, what's his name? Uh, Lil Dicky. <laughs> All, right, All right, boys. Why don't you relax there? <laughs> All right, boys, till next time, more happiness. Forza Inter, ciao. Later.